Hello everyone, welcome to another... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Q&A ahead of Game Week 18. Or should I say, Sam, what's left of Game Week 18? Blank Game Week 18. Blank Game Week 18. Is that how you're kind of looking at it? Are you looking at it as a bit of a blank Game Week? Or are you looking at it as hoping that any games are going to go ahead? Or do you think, I don't know, I don't really know what. How's your team looking? Have you got players? Well, some players. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Better than some. <laughs> I've got some. I've got nine and a free transfer, but one of those nine is Bernardo Silva, who's obviously flagged. So I've maybe got eight and a half players <laughs> and a free transfer. I think you'll be but, right. I think you just said it was a bit of a, it was a pre-preempting, right? And they were three nil up at the time. So it made sense to kind of take him off. Yeah, but this is Pep. Like if it was like, I don't know, any other manager, <clears throat> and they said, oh, you know, it's a... It's pre, you know, it's not we're not too worried. It was just precautionary. You mm. go, great, he's going to play. But this is Pep. Out for the you season. You never know. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not scaremonger. There's enough. Uh, there's enough scary things going on without nonsense. Without our nonsense. Um, yeah. So welcome to the Q and A, everyone. If this is your first time here, uh, Sam and I'll be taking questions from the chat. Um, you can get your super chats in and we'll make sure we'll answer them. Otherwise, I will just be picking them kind of at random um, as we go. We're recording this, if you're listening to the podcast, at 12.02 on the 17th, so the day before the deadline. At the moment, there are games going ahead. At the moment, the games going ahead are Aston Villa versus Burnley, Leeds versus Arsenal, Wolves versus Chelsea, Newcastle versus Manchester City and Spurs versus Liverpool. We are both very aware that some of these games might be off. We're aware that there might not be a game week 18. We're aware of all the different things. But we're going to just plough ahead, Sam, and just assume that these games will go ahead and then we can help people make decisions. There's things out of our control. So all we can do is try and work with what we've got up until now. Um, there'll be a team news video that I'll be doing with Neil at three. We might have some more information then. We might not. Who knows? It is absolute chaos at the moment. But we'll do our best. Uh, right, let's go into the chat. Uh, Ignatius Rydankia, favourite live stream of the week. And a fire Yay. emoji. Thank you very much. Matt Francis just says panic. And five, five exclamation marks. Yeah. Uh, Dave Lister from Red Dwarf says favourite stream of the week. And a heart. It's very nice. Aww. We get some nice comments sometimes. This is some love today. This is nice. Uh, Kate Muppet. Uh, so who else is completely in the mud this week? Yeah. I mean, I've got nine with a free transfer. I mean, so I feel... Also don't- Okay. Don't you think, though, that everyone's in the mud? So, like, this is the way I'm looking at it. We're all in the mud in one way or another. You've either got, you might have seven players, you might have 10 players. You might have 11, but then you've not got a bench. Like, nobody's got 15. So, 
we're all in the mud. Just embrace it. People embrace are, the chaos. There are some people who are in like quicksand well, yeah. that's dragging them under, and some people have just got a bit of you know a bit of muddy water on their on their boots. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing people with like five 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 players this week with with, with all the doubts. I'm lucky because I've got three Arsenal players. So they yeah. help going, going for my Martinelli shout is looking better and better after all the unbelievable that after is. all the mocking I got from you last week and well anyone I told about bringing him in uh, he's, he's my got, transfer went well last week as well though. they did That's... well look we're both on green arrows yeah and that, you know two more green arrows for us I think this is the second week in a row we both had greens so yeah I mean it was a good week I think in general for Twitter because I mean what's the most popular moves. People bringing in Foden, people bringing in, Watkins. in Watkins. I mean, you bringing in Jacob Ramsey for Skip. <laughs> I mean, that is a hell of a move. That is. It went well. That could have gone better, to be honest. <laughs> One 4.5 enabler for another and he gets a goal. That's brilliant. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, I think, yeah, like you said, I think everyone's everyone's in the mud, but you can kind of get by. Because I, I don't think there's any real massive players that can hurt you this week. I think, you know, Watkins against Burnley looks a really good shout, given, you know, what he did in the last game. I think you can get a couple of Arsenal players in versus Leeds. And then I say if you've got Cancelo and, you know, Foden or Bernardo Silva or someone, you're covered for that Spurs game. And then everyone's got the Liverpool players anyway. So looking at these fixtures, is, is there is there anyone that, like, you really want that you haven't got that you think you... You know what I mean? Like, taking loads of hits to get in Chelsea players in a difficult away match against Wolves doesn't look particularly sensible. No, particularly when they've got COVID cases there, you know, and this is the thing I keep going back to is that, you, so yeah, absolutely. If you want to take a minus four or a minus eight to get 11 players, then do. But what what would I feel worse about if I take a minus four and then that game isn't playing or there's another injury or there's just another case? Like we've seen at Liverpool, you know, they're, they're fine playing, but they've got a couple of cases that mm. Klopp's confirmed in, in Van Dyke. Now, if that happens for a player you've brought in from minus four this week, you're going to feel pretty sick about it. So I am, um, I'm of the opinion that we should just not panic and we should wait until as late as possible, particularly target the players and the teams that are playing on Saturday, because they're going to be the ones that we get the most news about in advance. Because obviously with, with all situations at the moment, they can change in a heartbeat, can't they? So mm. you can have a player available and then the next morning it's test central and, so going into Saturday, now the kickoff um, obviously will, will be delayed because there's no lunchtime kickoff. So we're having a bit of a later start to the game. Wait as long as possible, make transfers, target Villa, target City, target the players that you're going to get done on Saturday. I'm reluctant to target players like Liverpool. We're already heavily invested in them, but and Spurs on the basis that it's the last game. And well, question from Richard Parks, would you go double City midfield? So City have arguably the best fixture at the moment in the league, which isn't anyone playing Newcastle because they're yeah. just so ropey defensively. City are, well, they're the second best attack in the league after Liverpool. It's a great looking fixture for them, but you've got the added risk of them playing on Sunday. You've got the slight doubt around Bernardo Silva. You've got pep rotation anyway. Mm -hmm. And actually, I mean, I'm looking at my midfield. I mean, I've got Foden, Jota, Smith-Rowe. Salah and then I've got Martinelli but you could easily have kind of another another player like there's no I don't, I'm not getting rid of any of those to go double City midfield but no would you risk it <clears throat> maybe what oh don't oh, don't 
Don't sit on the fence, I'm going to sit right on the fence there. That was a, that was a proper splinter moment. Maybe. Come on. Maybe. You can't... Maybe. Maybe. I mean, my issue is, and it's always my issue with Manchester City, is there's so many players in that Man City midfield that they that he could play, right? So we saw Sterling miss out in midweek. That would make me think that he's more safe to start this weekend because he's had a rest in the middle of the week. Uh, obviously, Gundogan had a bit of a rest, came on for... Bernardo Silva at half time. I, I I think if you're going to go Foden and another one, then I, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. I probably would risk it. Um, but uh, there might just be safer picks than doubling yeah. up this week. That's probably how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, to me, I like Foden and I like Cancelo. And then I don't trust anyone else. I mean, Bernardo Silva obviously is, is you know, has been doing really well. He was seven million. He's now what seven eight. He's now approaching Foden's price. I don't think there's any comparison between. We, we've been saying it for weeks that we we both prefer Foden over over Bernardo. Generally speaking, now they're kind of the same around the same price. I don't think Bernardo's a bad option. But would I be taking a hit for him? I mean, we saw with De Bruyne back, Silva plays a lot deeper. We mm. saw that anyway. I mean, he's still a good chance to score. I think he would definitely... Should have scored, He should have he? scored. He would have got something if he'd played 90 minutes. I have no doubt. Because everyone on that team um, potentially would have done. So I think you're un- un- you're unlucky. Yeah. But would I be taking a hit to be bringing in someone who could be... The game could be called off and has a bit of a doubt around them? And, I'm not know. sure that there's any value in hits this week. No. Honestly, that's honestly my view, is that I won't be taking a hit. I don't... Something major would have to happen in order for me to take a hit. Like if, I don't know, if the Liverpool game went, that would really, I mean, but that affects everyone. So I I just don't feel like hits this week are as likely to pay off as maybe they are in a normal game week. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so we've had a super chat from Andrew Shaw. Uh, got Bernardo, got Cancelo, minus four to bring on KDB, Captain and Watkins. I don't know if this is a brag that he did this last week. I mean, if he did a minus four to bring in KDB, Captain and Watkins, fair play. That's unbelievable. Uh, great, great foresight there. If this is a question, like, do you, do, would you do a minus four to bring in KDB and Watkins? I don't know what do you, I mean Watkins I think is 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 a, is a great pick this week. Home game against Burnley, you know, in good form, price rise going up. We're going to get the most information. We're going to know if that game is going to go on, I imagine, before the deadline because it's like an hour and a half before. Like the Watford game yeah. was called off 2 hours before, but that was pretty I wasn't expecting that to happen. No. I, I, I sure, don't think that will happen. That's not regular. That's not going to happen regularly. No, surely that won't happen again. So I think we're going to know these these, you know, that 3 o'clock game, that Villa game seems to be the one to target. For me, yeah, and that's Watkins, that's someone like Cash or or Conser maybe or Target, you know Martinez if you haven't got a goal, goalkeeper, Jacob Ramsey. These are all <laughs> these are all players that like we, we're going to know if they play or not. So they they seem to be the the obvious one. So I really like Watkins. What do you think about De Bruyne? I he, thought he, he, he was great. He was great. He was fantastic. Mm. Yeah, he was fantastic. But um, his. XG in that game was much lower than so he actually overperformed his stats in that game by quite a long way. I but having just said that, it's KDB. And when KDB is in form, we know what he's capable of. He's coming up against a Newcastle side that have been awful defensively. He's on set pieces. There's so much to like about having him. And how often is KDB the kind of differential that he is? right now like he's a huge differential you would also think that having just recovered from covid 
that he would be one of the safer picks to go with in terms of if it's just players testing positive but games go on around it he should be one of the safer picks because he's just had it and therefore shouldn't be testing positive again anytime soon so I actually don't mind that and and as a minus four having said don't take hits this week that one I think if you can do it I might be tempted with because Watkins is a fantastic pick this week and I really do think that KDB might just be about to be the player that we all go I really want him Mm. but I can't quite afford yeah I mean people have got Ronaldo money people like me that's the that's your that's your entry route into into De Bruyne um, I guess the issue Christians, is... Do you want to sell Ronaldo? Because don't you want him back next well, week? yeah. If he plays, if there's going to be a game, is anyone, you know, it's something you know, like Spurs, look at United, you think, oh, these... How long do you hold these players like, with all these things going on? There's clearly something going on in the camp. You know, it could be... It yeah, could, I mean, it could be, it could Manchester be United, it's been going on since Tuesday now. Well, since before Tuesday, since Sunday, really. So by the time that they next play, or are due to play, which isn't until the 27th, they should be in a much better place by the 27th. But obviously we're not going to know that for definite. So Ronaldo is a really difficult one for me mm. as to whether you sell him or not. Yeah. I, I like the De Bruyne move though. I think he should, I, I think he should start. I think it, there was, he was talking afterwards and he said like the kind of COVID situation, um, you know, affected him quite a lot. And he, he he's, he's kind of trying to get back into the rhythm of playing and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So he got 90 minutes I don't know if he's going to get another 90. I think he'll probably start, but I think he, he might get his minutes managed a bit more uh, in this game. Um, but we're looking at looking at times when you can go against Salah. Is a Spurs side at the moment? I mean, Spurs on paper looks a fairly tricky game, Liverpool. But you haven't have you? What's the situation? We don't know what's going on at Spurs. We don't know what players are going to be back. We don't know have you have they been training right? It looks like Conte's been holding these like mammoth training sessions with the players that are available. <laughs> they're all knackered, probably. and they're all going to be knackered. Yeah, exactly. So they're going into the Liverpool game absolutely uh, absolutely shattered. It's it's a really it's a really, really hard one. it's a hard one to predict that that Liverpool it is. Match. Oh, it is. I mean, the first batch of positive tests. Their 10 days should be up on Saturday. So they lit by the latest Saturday. So they should be, in theory, available. But as we've seen, players aren't always just, you know, oh, I'm fine through COVID and I can train, obviously, on my own at home and uh, therefore I'm fit and available for the game the next day. We've seen with KDB that that's not always the case. Some of them suffer with it and some of them have longer term effects of it. They don't quite get their heads back in the game straight away. For me, COVID hit Spurs at the worst moment. We were just starting to have rhythm. We were just starting to have momentum. There was just starting to be some consistency in the play. There was just starting to be better defending. There was starting to be better attacking stats. Actually, their XG stats were brilliant for the last couple. Uh, Leave Kane aside, the rest of them. Um, And then this happened and the training facilities are closed and we lose. So on Monday, I think, or Tuesday when they went back, there was 13 players pictured there. They were up to 14 by the middle of the week. I think there's 16 now. So there's more players available. We'll be able to get out a, a bench as well for the weekend. The bigger question for me is how ready are they? Like, Mm. yes, they've been doing all these training sessions, but are they actually ready to take on Liverpool? It's not, you know, we're not coming back to an easy game. This is a very, very difficult football match, which we've not played enough football to be match fit and match ready for, is my view. And Mm. I do worry about Spurs in this game. 
Yeah, as I think you should. Because <laughs> if Liverpool turn up, I think you're going to be in trouble. Um, yeah. We had a super chat from Kate Muppet, but it's been deleted. I'm not really sure what's happened there. Kate, if you want to just post it again in the chat, I will um, look at it uh, when it comes back. I think uh, nuclear atoms are admins going a bit trigger happy, maybe. What's he doing? Or maybe he's got a really good reason. I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't doubt him. Um, yeah, uh, uh, quite a few people in the chat um, talking about the fact that Pep's press conference has just been cancelled. Apparently, he's returned an inconclusive. Yeah, COVID I just saw test. this. So that's interesting. Um, I mean, it doesn't exactly tell us much about anything. We we don't know whether it's positive or not. Because it's inconclusive. Because it's inconclusive. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what we can do with that information. But <clears throat> I guess if that is positive and that could indicate there might be an outbreak coming into the Man City game and then that makes hits for players like De Bruyne and bringing in Foden and all this kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Even, even less appealing. So, yeah, something Definitely. something to something to just to bear in mind. Um well, I have a question. Uh, Tootsie Footsie, did you progress in the cup? I did. <laughs> oh, there's so many new cups now. Have you seen all the new cups they've added? Yeah, but so, okay. So this is my like secret FPL thing. I love the cup. Like you I'm obsessive cup. by it. Like I don't, all these other cups I'm not so bothered about, but the actual the overall cup, cup yeah. I love it. And I'll get really upset if I go out and if, and I like, I'm, like pretty sad about it like I religiously check what's happening so yesterday I was actually quite worried because I was had a massive lead but the guy I was playing had um loads of players playing last night so he had like Havertz and he had Reese James and then obviously Havertz didn't play and I was like oh might I might just get away with this and yeah got through oh if you'd gone out in the first is it the first round or the second second round, round. second round yeah um yeah. i i mean to be honest i don't really care about the cup until it no. gets quite late on if you get like 10 game weeks in it's like oh actually i don't really want to um want to go out. it's interesting last year because we had two people in the community in like the fpl community um you know who were like in the semi-finals of it yeah competing against each other and that that was that was fun like when you you know when you actually have people get into that stage and there's engaged people and it's not just a do you remember it um the year before when uh it was a coin flip every week because covid happened and so that all, yeah. the, all the game weeks were kind of carrying Go out on. on a coin toss and so it lay it was like 15 weeks of, of coin tosses or whatever it was yeah that yeah. was fun um i yeah. love it i just love it i love the fact that like you look at it and you think is this a real team is this a dead team like am i playing and then when you come up with somebody that you can see is playing it because it's like a really decent team it's like yes bring it on yeah yeah, or it's going out to people who bring in like Jacob Ramsey, for example. That's that's when it's uh, that's when it's really yeah. That hard. guy who I played yesterday is probably like, what is this God person? Sake. How on earth have they brought in Jacob Ramsey? Xanti <laughs> uh, Nakamba says I'm down to nine players. Should I take a hit? I mean, I'm on nine. I'm planning on bringing um, Watkins in for Ronaldo, but my issue is if I take a hit, then. I'm going to have to upgrade one of Ben Johnson or Livermento, which is fine on paper, but it means I can't then move Watkins back to Ronaldo for when I want mm. him. So I think when you're taking a, if you're taking a hit and it's just like a kind of sideways move, so I'm seeing like Antonio for Watkins, for example. That's what I think I'm going to do. Yeah, ignoring like Antonio's price rises or whatever, that doesn't kind of change the structure of your team no. so much. I think you need to be careful about taking loads of hits and decimating the squad structure you've got if you're kind of happy with it. Because mm. in theory, you're going to want to get it back to that when the games start, start playing again or when games get called off. You don't want to kind of yeah. 
you don't want to butcher your team basically just just to get a team and like I said I I think other than I mean the Villa Burnley game looks good um, the the Arsenal game looks good and the City game looks good but it's hard to predict it's difficult of that, I just Lee and I were having this exact conversation because I was saying yeah selling Ronaldo is easy it's very easy to sell Ronaldo you can get whoever you want for a hit my issue is if you sell Ronaldo what is your plan because at some point with the fixtures the way they are and some double game weeks incoming you're gonna want to own Ronaldo again and if you take that money and hit it across the rest of your team you're then hitting it back across the rest of your team to bring him back in which defeats the point of having him for double game weeks really because if you take a minus four or minus eight this week that's effectively a minus eight or 16 when you bring him back in reverse it all in a week's time or two weeks time Mm. that's my issue if if united's next game goes ahead it's newcastle away if the game goes ahead after that it's burnley at home so the next two fixtures look so good for, yeah. for Ronaldo I mean the, the good thing about um, Watkins is the fixtures are good so he's got mm-hmm. he's got uh, Burnley at home this week then it's Chelsea which okay isn't that good but then it's Leeds and Brentford so you could if, you, if you're happy just to get rid of Ronaldo and get in a player for like three or four games I think Watkins is, is still a good a good shout but yeah. I want Ronaldo for those two matches so if I sell him I want a way to bring him back quickly yeah, so I, I, th- I think I'm going to be going to this with 10 and I also don't think <clears> I, 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 I might be completely wrong, but my view is that the majority of FPL managers will be going into this game without a full 11. I don't think there will be many that get a really decent, but you might get lucky if you've got like, if your benched players are all playing, like if you don't have Livermento and instead you have like, I don't know, one of the Bernie boys or, you, you know, you've got Brownhill instead of whoever, you might get lucky, but most people will not have a full 11 out this week mm. and we don't know what's going to happen after the deadline either so i wouldn't panic about having nine having ten if you've got five then you've probably got to do something about it but if you've got nine ten i think that's okay yeah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Kate Muppet's back. Six players of which two are flagged. Do players in that situation just ride it out? One transfer and 0.3. That's hard. I'm trying to make sense of it. So... Kate, are you saying you've got six players and two are flagged? We've actually got four, so you've potentially. Got potentially four players. I mean, if that is just... I'll just wait for Kate to confirm that before we talk about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is that is a difficult one. And actually, we have had a question that I've been waiting for. I'm supposed to do it this long. Uh, from Kenny Zane Ali, saying, shall I use my free hit as I have no bench and only eight playing players? I had a feeling this question was going to be asked. So I asked you for a free hit team. Um, this is the one you put together. So it's Ramsdale and Hennessy, Rudiger Trent, Cancelo, Target, Regulon, interesting, uh, Salah, Smith, Rowe, Jota, your mate Ramsey, Foden, <laughs> uh, and then Watkins, Wood, and Lacazette. So, firstly, do you like the idea of a free hit this week? I know what your answer is going to be, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, and secondly, 
why you know well we can talk about some of these players afterwards but yeah did you think a free hit is is, is sensible this week it's not even across my mind to be honest until you what if said... you had four players like kate <laughs> so my okay i'll tell you my issue with the free hit this week the free that for me the chips are the perfect opportunity to be aggressive with fpl they are the moments where you can really benefit from double game weeks they are the moment where you can even in a single game week where you can drive yourself ahead of the curve so free hit in a double perfect triple captain in a double or um, a single game week also fine if you play the free hit chip in a blank it can help massively if you've got like three players and last year I did play it in a blank game week because I had (laughs) like three players or something ridiculous so I had no choice but normally I prefer to have it and and play it aggressively use it in a double to target the majority or the most points as you can looking at the teams that are available this time around how many of those free hit players that you're going to bring in aren't already in your team so you're likely to already have at least a couple of Liverpool and probably a couple of Manchester City most Manchester Managers have also got an Arsenal player or two thrown in the mix there somewhere. And you might have already gone for an Aston Villa one at some point over the last couple of weeks because they've been popular. So at that stage, you've got half a team already that you've probably got. So you might have five, six, seven of them in your team. That means that you're you're basically free hitting to bring in three players of which there's no guarantee that they will definitely play Mm. apart from probably Aston Villa in that early game. And I'm not sure that these are the players that we should really be trusting. You know, you look at like Chris Wood, who's in mine, but I really want to trust Chris Wood <laughs> in this game. We, not really, but he's the only, when you're looking at forwards, it's such slim pickings up there. I think Watkins and, and Lacazette are good picks for this week, but for the third. I, I have pretty much exclusively only used my free hit in blank game weeks. Have you? Yeah, that's interesting. Be- because when it comes to double game weeks, you've got the triple captain. You've got you know you you you, you wild card into it. There's going to be so it. many you've doubles bench this year, boost, But that's the difference this year, isn't it? Is that you, we are potentially going to have more double game weeks. But yeah. if they're spread out, free hitting when you've got an, a, a decent eleven to free hit to another eleven always worries me because I see teams that free hit and and lose points. Because they, they're yeah. the players they bring in. Whereas when you do it in a blank game week, you're pretty much guaranteeing the fact that you're going to outscore the score that you had before. Would you do it this week? If I had four players, yes. Definitely. What would be the most, the minimum players that you would want? I think if, I, your... if, I, had, if I had six, six players or under this week, so that would, be, that would be one free transfer. So that would be getting seven out. I think if I had seven and using my transfer, I think I'd consider it. Because to get okay. more players, you're going to have to change your squad structure around, and I and I don't I don't really want to do that anyway. If I had four, though, I think I think it's a no brainer to do it. Well, if I think I, if you've got four, you're going to have to free hit. To you have to, unless you've still got your wild card, and then you just change your team on a wild card. And because you're going to get another one. Yeah, exactly. I, I think like, I think there, although it is slim pickings, I think there's enough there to be to be okay. I think you can go three Arsenal, you can go three City. And you can go three Villa. That's nine. That's and they've got good games. They've got decent games. You know, you you know pretty much you're gonna you're, you're gonna know whether you're gonna get your Arsenal, your Villa players tomorrow before the deadline. Mm, that's true. And then you're taking the punt on on City, and then a couple of of, of ones spread around. 
I think it's viable this week. It's, it's a blank game week is the way to look at it. You've just got that extra uncertainty about the games on, on Sunday. It just, it just depends how, how messed up your team is. If you've got, like you say, though, if you've got seven or eight, you know, players and a transfer, so you're going to be going into this game with eight, nine, ten. I don't think it's worth it. But when you're down to like six, six players. Yeah. I, I think I you can see the value it. if you've got no players. I, I can see the value of using it if, if you're in the five, six category. But I don't know. I just look at the players and I think mm, there's not many that you couldn't target on a free. Like if mm. you, even if you, if you had six, you got one free transfer, you could get seven. Even if, like I, I'd be more inclined to take a minus four at that point to get eight than I would to free hit. Yeah. Yeah, I think seven eight is is the debatable thing, but any less than yeah. that, I think, is when you do it. Um, I'll just show my free hit uh, team quickly. So I went with uh, Martinez in goal, Dubravka's back up, uh, Reese James, Trent, Cancelo, Tierney, Target. You could play any three of those, really. Uh, I went for Saka over Smith Rowe, just because I think he's a bit safer to start. Uh, Mount, Salah, Jota, Foden, uh, Watkins, Lacazette. Where's Martinelli gone? And Gelhart. Yeah, well, you know. I've got Lac- I put Lacazette and um, Tierney in, so I only had one space, and so I just went mm. for the safest pick because yeah. we could we could see Odegaard and Smith Rowe and Martinelli. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if one of those missed out. But Saka is so vital to that to that yeah. team. I mean, they're they're all playing really well, and don't get me wrong, Martinelli getting Martinelli. The amount of the the, pro- the I think the problem with like fantasy scout forums and Twitter and stuff is when you try and be a bit different, you get so much stick for it so it yeah. encourages this kind of like template to to form and you know it, it can put you off because like, if i'd got martinelli in and, he, and he'd been benched and i'm getting loads of messages being like oh you're an idiot why are you trying to be too clever <laughs> blah 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 I had, I had someone saying um when, when i was doing my like switches for like kane out and then ronaldo in and all that kind of stuff i had someone dm me and said you need to be more humble with your transfers what does that mean it was like saying i was being arrogant because i was like changing my forwards around it's like how can you be like how, I, what, I just it's just nonsense like, all I'm trying to do is just trying to get points there's nothing about being arrogant or humble with my transfers getting in Martinelli wasn't me being arrogant it was just me backing a player that I thought was gonna do all right over the next few few weeks so yeah it is funny so yeah I, I, I don't really know what my point is here but this isn't even answering a question it's not even the Q&A but <laughs> if you've got a feeling about a player go for it that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to get to uh uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, our teams are, are, are fairly similar, really. Um, I think all free hit teams will be fairly similar. They will be. If you free hit, they'll be fairly similar. I think De Bruyne is the one that could come in and, and potentially shake things up a bit. If you I did think about it. Sterling as well when I was making mine, mm. because having had a rest in midweek, yeah. I, I do think Sterling could be a really good pick if you free hitting, and, and I probably should have put him in there, but yeah, played yeah. a bit safe and went Foden. If, I mean, if Sterling or De Bruyne, if you, if you nail that pick of Sterling or De Bruyne, yeah, yeah, and, you, know, you could give him the captaincy. The match goes ahead, and they play Newcastle. You could be in for a, a big, a big call there. Um, Mienna Sidom says hi, guys. Love the show. Show? Would you call this a show, Sam? Quite like that. We can put on a show if you like. We'll put on I a show. Oh, we always do. We get the uh, get the little pom poms out. <laughs> I was going to say tassels. Then that was another weird uh, way my mind went. Uh, I have nine with Huang and Silver. What do you think of Bowen uh, for an Arsenal mid? <laughs> With Smith Rowe or Ronaldo for Watkins or both for a minus four. So basically he's got Huang and Silva, both, right. both a doubt. Yeah. What do you think of, okay, hang on. What do you think of Bowen Hang and Silva out? to who? Or Bowen out? Bowen out for an Arsenal mid or okay. Ronaldo out for Watkins or Lacazette What's, or both. What, what, 
Silver and Huang got there. I think he's saying he's got nine with two doubts, essentially, because they're both flagged. So he's not taking them out because they might play. Yes. Which they're, makes sense. They're staying. So would you do Bowen out for an Arsenal midfielder? Or yes. Ronaldo out for Watkins? Or both for minus four? I'd do Bowen out for an Arsenal mid. Which one? That's the, See, that is, that is the tricky one. If you want to be safe, just Saka. Saka's the safe one. But I do still think Smith Rowe is a really good pick. I think Manus has got Smith Rowe because he says with... Got him. With Smith Rowe, yeah. Oh, so adding another Arsenal midfielder mm. to Smith Rowe. Well, then I'd add Saka. Yeah. I'd still do. I'd still I'd prefer... Because I'd be thinking about it more longer term and... I still maintain that you're going to want Ronaldo if that game goes ahead in game week, what will that be, 19? But you could do, this is what I mean. You could bring him back. Because you could bring him back. If you, if you did Ronaldo to Watkins, which I'm think, which i going to do this week, I think, which, which I think is... But leave the money. But leave the money. Because then Bowen to Saka doesn't take up more budget. So you can easily then do Watkins back to Ronaldo if that game that's, that's true. goes ahead. Because it's, it's Chelsea next for Watkins as well. So you, you don't... You, that you know, is that's true. quite an easy move. If it was like Bowen going up to someone, then you wouldn't have the money necessarily to get Ronaldo back. So then it's... that's This is what I mean about the squad structure. So I yeah, would, that I would, is true. I would do both. I'd do Bowen to Saka and Ronaldo to Watkins. That'd be my, that, that would be my moves for minus four. Yeah. And that uh, gets, yeah, potentially I've... gets you 11 if everyone gets, gets out as well. Been in a good position. Yeah, as long as you're not using the Ronaldo money, then I'm all right with that. Yep. Uh, I've seen a few questions about Gabriel Jesus. Dixie Normaz is asking about him. Arda um, Uza is asking about him. Uh, Tartan Gaming says, as is a legend. I'm, I'm too humble oh, to be called don't. a legend. Do not tell him that. We have to work with him. He'll be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be going out. It'll be going out there in, in our team chat later. They said oh, I'm a legend, and I'll be there going for God's sake. Screenshotted that one. It's going up on the wall. Uh, but enough about me being brilliant. Um, <laughs> Gabriel Jesus, Sam, what do you reckon? Mara's played in the last game. Played well. Do you expect Jesus to come back in on the right hand side or go up front, or do you think it's just a bit too risky? I think it's too risky mm. because I think, you know, if he's going to... So, yes, he could bring him back in. But I still think there's better options at Man Even if he starts, I still think there are better options that you could go with at City than him. Yeah. Like Foden, like potentially even Sterling this week. I think it's just the fact that people are... It's because it's a forward, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. I, th I think it's just because people are looking at their forwards and decimation. Antonio's out. I mean, all three of my forwards are out this week. Antonio, King and Ronaldo. Yeah, same as mine. Yeah, so I want to bring in a, a forward, but I look at the list and there's no one I want other than Watkins. Lacazette is the only one that's a slight like potential. So then you are looking at, at things like um, Jesus or... I mean, that's, that's it. It's Jesus, Lacazette, Watkins, Chris Wood. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't like it. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be moving for Jesus. I, th I think there's, there's way too much error. I mean, you, you've got, you know, you've got Foden that can play there. You've got Sterling that can play there. Yeah. Jesus can play there. You know, it's, 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 it's too much of a gamble. Go, go for one of the other ones and, yeah, just, just don't worry about it. Um... Oh, someone's complimenting you now. Of course they are. Paul Cook says you're a legend too, Sam. Yeah, thanks, Paul. <laughs> Could you also screenshot that one? <laughs> uh, Chris is in the chat. 
uh, El Fozzy. He says, go for Lacazette. Oh, here he is. Of course he is. He won't be enjoying everyone calling you a legend, will he? He won't, no. He's he's, no. he's, he's my biggest critic, I think. You're going to get fired at the end of this stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's been coming. <laughs> no, it's all right. He's, he's, he's ahead of me in the mods and cons at the moment. So, you know, I did overtake him briefly when he had about eight points from the last game week, but he had Mason Mount coming in, which was a... Which was a shame. What great pick he's been. I know, yeah. Uh, he's been really good, isn't he? I, yeah. I, I nearly went for him, but but didn't. It's interesting, actually, because he's not coming up a lot in conversation for the weekend either, Mason Mount. Like, no. I mean, Wolves is a tricky game. It is, but equally, the form that Mason Mount is in, I think he could be a great pick. Yeah. I think he's, we, we definitely can see people investing in him. This, yeah. this week because you know he's 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 got a game at the, at the moment has got a game um so yeah i do like him what chelsea's fixtures like after after this they are aston villa away brighton at home and then liverpool city tottenham and then two blanks not a great not a great run of games <clears throat> but no. but in good form if you haven't got anyone in midfield and you're looking for someone then i think it's it's probably the one to put the one to go for um, Angus Chow, should I do Bernardo to Gundogan? Don't like that. I don't like that. I'd, I'd, I'd keep. We also, the problem is that with Bernardo, we're not going to really know a lot, are we now? Because if Arteta, if, um, Arteta, if Guardiola's not going to speak, then we're not going to know too much about no, it. But I, I don't think, I don't think I would need, I think I'm just going to hold Bernardo, you know? Well, the trouble with selling him is you you can lose any value you've got tied up in him, which if you got him a few weeks ago is you know could be point three. It's a bad injury. Even if he misses no, this week, I don't think it's, it's not. Like, it's not going to be out long term, is it? Yeah, well, Pep said it's a it's a pre- purely precautionary. Yeah, he, he was. It was just it was just a bit of a risk. It doesn't sound like he's got anything anything wrong with him. I think he's going to. He be ran fine. around fine. I was surprised to see him go off. To be honest, it's the kind of move that you do, and then next on Sunday, Gundogan is on the bench and Bernardo starts, and you think, ah, oh, yeah, definitely shouldn't have done that. I'd, I'd I'd keep silver. I still I still think silver's a good pick. I what I I think now now he's approaching the eight million mark. That's more than I'm willing to pay for him to bring him in. I yeah, think Foda's yeah. a better shout, and I think Cancelo's fine. I'm happy with those two. But if you got him at like seven or seven two seven three, I think you stick with him. He's, he's he'll yeah. take over. He'll take over nicely. Um, for it. Uh, let's have a look. See if there's any more questions. Um, bum, bum, bum. Uh, Torgelo transfer in Ramsdale for Guaita. Yeah, Ramsdale is going to see significant investment now. I just love there's all these people that have avoided him. Mark, for example, he calls him he calls him Grimsdale. He's he's not a fan. Uh, he Mark's very funny when he's talking about Ramsdale. He he basically thinks that Ramsdale deliberately over like dramatizes everything. Well, Lee thinks the same. Yeah, he thinks he Lee thinks he um is a he likes to make good saves for the camera. Yeah. Which That's, is sort of true. But he does do that. But isn't that perfect for FPL? Like if he could yeah. just if he could just catch it, but he chooses to make a spectacular save and he gets an extra save point, why are you complaining? Yeah. Like these... No, exactly. But we both own him. Like, yeah. so you know, I think so what I would say about that transfer is just do it. Because last season I making a goalkeeper change is a really unsexy thing to do. Like it's really boring and nobody really wants to do it. You'd rather just leave your goalies and let them be. And last season I was pretty stubborn to be honest about not 
wasting a transfer mm. on a goalkeeper and so I didn't do the Martinez thing for ages and week upon week upon week I was like this is killing me every week he is destroying my rank every clean sheet every save point every bonus point and in the end I did it but I did it too late to be honest and this season once Ramsdale started banging I was like I've just got to put an end to this now like yeah. we just we just got to deal with it and, and get on him because if he continues like this it's only going to hurt this game week he is going to be the most popular goalie by a long way and not having him will hurt so just do the move he's still only 17 percent owned and it's but he won't be it, by saturday it was obvious to me at around game week i don't know eight or nine or, or ten or something that he was easily the best goalkeeper to own because he's making he had the best saves per minute of all goalkeepers yeah. arsenal were, were really good defensively at home particularly away they're all over the place but at home they're, they're playing really well yeah and you get every year you get these goalkeepers who just somehow manage to find their way to so bonus points and 11 points when they keep a clean sheet we've had it with yeah. martinez we've had it with pope we've had it with tom heaton we've had it with de gea like the goalkeeper shouldn't be a stressful position no it, leave it but it is Do it, leave it unless you haven't got the one goalkeeper that there is every year just getting points yeah. every week just get him just get him so like yeah. I, I can understand why people dislike him because they see him getting 11 points every week <laughs> but if you're getting his 11 points every week suddenly you don't hate him so much you know yeah uh, yeah I, I just do it to be honest just do the Ramsdale move you won't look back I <laughs> no. haven't nope uh, Tamar Ramadan says Jimenez in on, on the free hit yeah he's something that I hadn't, I hadn't considered I mean he's playing Chelsea <sighs> Chelsea's defensive you know defence is, is really poor at the moment yeah, without Covetich and Kante, they've really struggled defensively and obviously mm. they lost Chilwell. So Huang got got a bit of an injury. You'd expect Jimenez to come straight back in. I mean, he's just suspended. I would expect him to come straight back yeah, in. Yeah, he will. Also, I was reading somewhere about how Wolves have got the highest number of vaccinated players in their squad. And Is therefore it should... Yeah, so apparently it should spread less quickly across the Wolves team then um, I think Liverpool Liverpool's like I think Klopp was saying like 99% or something as well he's he's a big yeah. advocate because they're big advocates yeah. yeah and I think large as well so uh, I think Wolves could be a decent investment I mean yes it's Chelsea but Chelsea their underlying stats defensively haven't been great for mm. a couple of weeks now I think they you could get that Chelsea defence and Jimenez he won't ever look it's Jimenez he's never going to return you a hat trick he's probably not going to brace but could he pick you up one goal and get you a nice six pointer at a yeah. time when no one else has really got him? Yes, he could. Yeah, he wasn't really someone I was thinking about. But when you were looking at Jimenez or Chris Wood, I think I think I, I think yeah. I'd pick Jimenez at the moment. I mean, Wolves Wolves attack is poor. That's what Philip Norris says, which is very true. They are, yeah. We didn't think this was going to happen under under Large, but it's it has happened. They're they're a good yeah. defensive side, but not scoring goals. But I fancy Wolves to get a goal against Chelsea. I fancy anyone to score against Chelsea, which is very different to how it was. <laughs> a couple of weeks you know, ago. A couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Noam Jacobi. Uh, hi, guys. You now worry for Man City assets. After Newcastle, they faced two COVID hit teams um, and also when is the next black box. Stay safe. Uh, I can confirm next black box will be next uh, Thursday and Mark is back. So everyone, ah. everyone will be happy to know that Mark will be back next week. Uh, With Ramsdale's team? I, I hope so, so much. <laughs> I don't see how he can avoid him. He's still got Guaito. He's going to have to move for someone. He, he'll probably try and be clever and move for like Martinez or, or someone else. I, I I just think he's not the kind of person to back that, especially when he's trying to catch me up as well. He will see that as mm. a big forfeit if he if he goes for um 
if he goes for Ramsdale, I'd love it if he did it. He was talking about getting Smith Rowe in the other week. That, that amused me as well. <laughs> Just keep buying my players, Mark. You're only 80 points behind me. Don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, let me, yeah, so everyone will be happy to know Mark's back. Um, but the other question was Man City assets. They face two COVID hit teams uh, next to. So yeah, we're a bit worried about all the games. Then it's Leicester and then it's Brentford. So that's a very good point. They are two teams that are kind of suffering with it at the moment. In some ways, though, I mean, the Leicester game's on the 26th. So that's, you know, nine days away. You would think they would start to be getting a lid on it at, at that point. Like, you know. I mean, they certainly should be. It, it, it's been getting bad this week, obviously, at Leicester. But by then, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? I'm, like, at the moment, fixtures are thick and fast. I get that. But actually, after this weekend, we do then get a break because it's obviously mm. not until Boxing Day and Manchester United, not until the 27th. So we should be getting a decent, that's a decent amount of time for these players to have their isolation periods and get back to training and be ready for those matches. So will that be as easy a game as it should be? If, it, if they were playing Leicester City now, it would be an easy game for them. But will it be in... Nine days' time. Mm. I mean, probably. They can't defend Leicester this season. I mean, it probably they? should, yeah. But I don't know if there'll be that much. I guess my point is I don't know that Leicester will be really weakened. They should have their team back. So I still think they're worth investing in Man City, though. Definitely. Yeah. Just... I, 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 don't, I don't think we can worry about the future. And that sounds, no, really, that sounds really deep and, and stuff, but it's not really. <laughs> I just think there's, there's so much onset that we don't even know. It could be that all the games, get, it does get postponed and, and things don't happen. I, I, I think, yeah. you know, at the moment, you've got a Man City team with a game against Newcastle on yeah. Sunday, which is currently going ahead. If you haven't got a Man City midfielder, I think getting one is, is probably a priority for you this week yeah just you know yeah. I, I, I still like Foden but I think De Bruyne's a good option Silver's fine Gundogan any of them I think you need to have one one in yeah uh, just because if that game does go ahead and you haven't got any City attackers and City win oh it's going to be horrible it's, it's it's not going to be fun yeah so it's a good it's a good point to think ahead but I mean I mean Brentford are on the 29th of December it's only so far you can think ahead at the moment though yeah you kind of have to take FPL one game week at a time right now and make those decisions based upon what we know at each point yeah, absolutely. Um, we've done 45 minutes, so we're just going to take one more super chat. Uh, this is from Angelo Davies. Uh, have three City, three Liverpool, Smith Rowe and Wilson, uh, including Foden and Watkins. No goalkeeper, considering taking a hit for Foster to Ramsdale. We uh, and Tyrant Lamptey to Ben White. Or should I just do one of the two? Your thoughts. Love the show. Another person calling it a show. I think we should, we should start building this as a show. Uh, I like that. Uh, so essentially he's got... So he's got six, six, seven, he's got eight. Yeah, got eight players, um, but no goalkeeper. So Foster to Ramsdale. Do that. Definitely do that. Do that. I seem to think Lamptey to White. I don't know about that one, you know, no. because I'm not sure that it's worth it for a minus four for White. What's... White's so ceiling is six. Is, Six. So what's he? So you're going to get two out of him now. Yes, two <clears throat> could be really important if it's a really ridiculous week, which it looks like it might be. Um, but I don't think it's that important. Two points. I would rather have Nor and have Lamptey, yeah, who's same. got a much higher ceiling for the game weeks that subsequently follow. I would just do the Rams down. Completely agree. And I think you know, amongst all this carnage, actually, these kind of rest periods for Lamptey are good 
because it means he's yeah. he's, he's getting the rest that he, he would otherwise wouldn't have done. Which is yes, yeah. I, I'd definitely rather have Lamptey than 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 Ben White going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would do the goalkeeper move for him. Yeah, what's Me too. Yep. Excellent, Sam. Thank you so much. Good luck with gaming eighteen. Whatever's left of it. Uh, yeah. Good luck yeah. to everyone listening as well. Uh, I'll be back with Neil for the team news at, at three o'clock. So we'll try and clear up any lingering questions about that. But I expect there's going to be a lot of uncertainty still, but we'll do our best. Uh, but Sam, hopefully, as long as everything carries on, uh, we'll be back again next week. Well, I won't be back next week. Oh, no, of course you won't be. No, you're, yeah, you're hopefully off. Hopefully. Hopefully. I won't, I won't be back next yeah, week. But I will be off. back the week after. I will be recruiting. Oh, well, Chris said he was up for it. So it might be Chris and I. Uh, yeah, it'll be a very different. I mean, maybe Chris could wear a wig or something. Like. <laughs> Chris, Chris is eccentric enough. I don't think he needs a wig <laughs> as well. <laughs> to be me. But I'll be back after, after yep. Christmas. Perfect. Well, enjoy your time off. Hopefully, no problems. And.